I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Det här är Teach Me Sweden, en podcast om historia. Och det är två komiker som håller på och pratar historia här. Det är jag som är Erik Broström. And I'm Jonathan Rollins. And in today's episode, I'll be teaching Erik about a woman who was... A groundbreaker, mm. as we say. A love maker. Groundbreaker. <laughs> Let go for the episode. Yes. So uh, the more you listen, the more you learn about politics and and home inspections and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. None about love making, by the way. No, no love making. <laughs> just, uh, just stay tuned and check it out. Uh. <laughs> Teach me Sweden and I rock the house I'm bigger than Donald Duck or Mickey Mouse yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Teach me Sweden It's John DeRollins <laughs> Okay, Rick Brostrom And we are gonna do our thing right now I feel like getting right into it, I don't care how you're doing uh, And you don't care how I'm doing No, 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 no All we care about is learning Swedish history uh, through comedy Yeah, me. Yeah, me, historian. <laughs> I'll get right to it, man. Okay. In the year 1872, Oy. a woman named Shastin Hesselgren. Okay. You heard this, uh, of this woman? No. All right. Rimligt namn, Shastin Hesselgren. Yeah. Mm. Uh, she was born to Dr. Gustav Hesselgren mm-hmm. and Maria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's how it goes back then. I did. Uh, and she was born in Kramfors. Okay. It's north of Stockholm, halfway between here and Lulio. Yeah. I looked at it on the map. <laughs> that is a pretty wide... Yeah, it's like right halfway between <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. here and Lulio. Yeah. Uh, she was one of six children, three boys and three girls. And they were a farming family, and they were raised alongside another family. And uh, what they did was they basically uh, acted as one family in that community. Uh, put uh, incestuous. No, no, no. Right? They were just kind of like cousins with the other family. So, like, the the boys were her big or little. They were her brothers, and the girls were her sisters. You okay, know? okay. They, they kind of went like that. Mm? Uh, young Sheston was not a girly girl. Ain't it girly girl? No, not a Nein. girly girl at the time. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, her brothers had to stick up for her when boys tried to pick on her because she tried to play boy games. She dressed like a boy. Mm-hmm. She would try to hang out with them. And they were protector, and uh, she later said she appreciated that. Oh, fint. Yeah, uh, her mother was a uh, progressive and liberal. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And for those times, uh, in the way that she raised, for the 1800s, yeah, exactly. Uh, 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 she raised in the way she raised them. So Sheston wasn't forced to be prim and proper like the girls at the time. Okay. Oh. Even though the dad was more conservative, oh. a doctor, you know what I mean? Oh. And they were considered a pretty uh, well-off family in the community because, you know, you got the doctor, you got the combination of the families, yeah, yeah. you know, so they were, like, uh, respected. Yes, there, yes, there. And Sheston was pretty smart. She taught herself to swim. She taught herself to ski uh, <laughs> like a man. <laughs> 
<laughs> Taurus has to swim. Looks, it looks funny in my head. Prova olika taktiker. Oh no, she's doing it. No, no, she's teaching herself. <laughs> That's just another way to say her parents were lazy. Jag vill lära mig simma, men gör det då. Jag vill lära mig åka skida, men gör det då. Yeah, that's how progressive her mom was. Oh, <laughs> oh she can teach herself to yeah. swim. <laughs> uh, she accompanied her father on his visits to the sick, and this impacted her a lot. It made her want to be a doctor herself. Ooh, yeah. hur sjuka då? Alltså typ så här... He was the doctor. He's probably like the town doctor, like the guy who comes in when then he before the priest and the yeah. exorcist. Before the priest. <laughs> Du kommer dö, men du vet, för bara... Uh, uh, you're vomiting, uh, projectile vomiting green. I'm uh. going to step out of here and let the priest handle this. Don't stop a care. Exactly. No, but she uh, she wanted to be a doctor herself. She greatly wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the time came uh, to take up doctor studies, she was told that she was too small and weak to be a doctor. Med andra ord, de sa, du är ju kvinna. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, how strong was your doctor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Herregud, vad bänkpressar du? Va? Du kan inte bli läkare, för fan. <laughs> Hold the stethoscope. <laughs> Never. <laughs> She can't raise her head with a stethoscope around her neck. This is crazy. Uh, uh, and that <laughs> she ditched that dream because of that. Okay, uh. And she uh, she studied to become a nurse because you know they don't have to be that strong. And the tips are my kunskap. But will it be sjukköterska? Yeah, lyfta stetoskopet. Bra, bra. Det kan du. And she was also studied to be a doctor's assistant. Okay, uh. uh she even studied to be a school like kitchen teacher. I guess the ones who make the food for the kids. Kitchen teacher sounds like uh, home ed, like uh, Hemkunskap. Home ed, yeah. That's what I, I was cooking. thinking possibly that, but I thought that maybe they had like a, I don't know. I, I, it was a direct translation, so I'm guessing it had to be the home ec. Home ja, ec home ec yeah. Om det är hemkunskap så är det inte samma hemkunskap som jag hade på 90-talet när vi skulle baka bullar och koka makaroner. But the, but the, swe- the Swedish word was like skål köks. Kvinna eller något like sånt. Ah, okej. Okay. Ja, Skolkökskvinna låter mer som att hon står something i... Like the, uh... Uh, som en kökstant, liksom. Okej. Okay. Det låter But, så i alla fall. I don't know how you study for that. <laughs> But, Mycket <yeah>. slevare. <laughs> Slevövningar. Yeah, I bet, I bet they don't check your uh, strength to hold a spoon up. Nej, men efter att hon har jobbat där She's då kan hon lyfta stetoskopet. <laughs> how do you like them muscles? <laughs> De bara, oh, herregud. Uh, and she also studied chemistry. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This, this lady wanted to learn. Uh, so in the end, I would say she received a well-rounded education. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the family has money, like I said, so uh-huh. she had her own tutor. Uh-huh. She had access to educators throughout her youth that were like teaching her brothers and her other sisters and whatnot. Okay. Uh, she was traveling in her youth. Um, her language studies were in Switzerland from the ages of 17 to 19. Jesus. Where she learned English, German, and French. Oof. Yeah. Ja, men det är ett bra ställe i Europa att göra det på. Switzerland? Ja, fump. Ligger yeah, där right någonstans. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and she studied art as well mm-hmm. while she was there. This lady was a study in something. Vilken renaissanskvinna. Yeah. She kept traveling and learning until 1897 when her father got sick and died. 
And this brought her back to Sweden. Vet du om han var en dog av? Nej. No, I didn't see how he died. Det är alltid roligt när en läkare dör. Nej, skojar bara. <laughs> he got too weak to hold his own stethoscope. We knew <laughs> it was over. <laughs> Kunde inte bota dig själv, ha? Var du som bra läkare? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that brought her back to Sweden in 1897 She was like, you know what, I need to get back to my family, help out mm. She got a job as a headmistress at a girl's school Headmistress? Oh, okay, I know what it is Yeah, yeah like yeah. the yeah. Um, And she worked there for eight years She got involved in Centralförbundet för socialt arbete Okay And then she decided to hit the road again for more studies Oh, yes. Sherston went to Belgium, yeah, Scotland, do it, and England nice. to study hygiene and healthcare. Hygiene and healthcare. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the important toilets. And she got this all funded by a government stipend. Okay, snicked. Yeah. Bra jobbat. Uh, and then she got another stipend to go to London mm-hmm. to study corporate and uh, home inspection. Vilka konstiga ämnen. Yeah, she was like, uh, it feels like it kind of makes sense when you think about like the stuff she's learning. Like she's going to these different places. She's getting the languages down and then she's um, working in healthcare and then she's looking around at, you know, when she when she studied, um, if she's studying hygiene and healthcare, like hygiene as in like, not just personal hygiene. Yeah. But like in a building. Like Yeah. So corporate and home inspection är förmodligen det också då. Yeah. Att man tittar här, vad, vad är hälsan på byggnaden? Ja, okej. Och det did not exist in Sweden at the time. Nej. Så du kan probably imagine what the homes and the workplaces looked like here. Ja, som hos mig. Du var ju telling me about the theater that you all purchased. Ja. Yeah. And how um, you, had to, you had extra cost because of some. They weren't within regulations oh. with the electricity. With the electricity. Oh, it's this. They were trying to fix the ELN. Yeah. Uh, mm, so back then, there's no rules at all. Imagine how bad that shit would have been Boom. then in uh, oh. uh, 18. Oh, feet fun. Uh, so in London, she got to witness some really fucked up workplace environments, especially for the women working in factories who were working long, difficult days with bad lighting and hygiene. Okay. Uh, and... Um, Sherston made her way back to Sweden as a cert- um, with a certification from Bedford College. Nice. And she was determined to start up her own program to inspect workplaces and homes in Sweden. Cool. So corporate inspection even type arbetsmiljö hälsa. Also, how more anställda? What how are they? Is it even their like some? Maybe their economic conditions or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the better the healthier for them then. The healthier your employees are, and it's supposedly, you know, not supposedly, but then actually, you got a healthier worker working for you. Yeah, but which they, is better. En del arbetsplatser hade säkert en och annan piska fortfarande som låg runt. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Vi är inte nöjda. Oh, okay. How about now, bitch? <laughs> How's your back? How's your back? Is it bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> so now it's 1906, and Sherston's back in Sweden, and she opens the first ever home inspection company. Okay. Her goal was to clean up the shitty places in Sweden. <laughs> was that her tagline? Yeah. <laughs> Hire me, Sherston, take my card. Sherston's inspection. I stayed bort skiten i Sverige. That's nice. That's nice and sharp, yeah. clean. 
there wasn't a basic knowledge here of mold and moisture or bug infestation. Uh-huh. So all of these were just common problems. Then they didn't. People didn't even think was a problem. Don't trust anyone at all. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's like creeping the way. Oh, precisely. Oh, all the time. It's like a painting, but it moves. <laughs> Och vi har inte ens tagit LSD. <laughs> But she went around different blocks and neighborhoods and stuff and to, to determine if homes were livable. Det kan inte vara så, det kan inte vara så uh, vad kan man säga, uppskattat av, av hyresvärdar. Good that you said that because uh, people were wondering what qualified this random lady <laughs> to tell me that my building is not safe. Hello, I'm Shustin. You have what's called mold. You're breathing it in and people are dying and you're like, you know what I mean? What was uh, the, the landlord saying that's it? Vad du spelat dig här på Bedford? Åh, oh, kom inte med dina lossas college. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Vinna. Visa armarna. Du svag. <laughs> <laughs> you probably can't even hold up a stethoscope. <laughs> du kan inte göra sådana här viktiga jobb. Du kan tvätta, du kan bära, du kan <laughs> Exactly. Du kan inte inspektera. She kept the inspection train rolling. Yeah. Um, in 1909, she moved on to school inspections. Uh-huh. She was credited with improving school hygiene, arranging meals for kids, and improving salaries and working conditions of the women in the kitchens. Cool. Yeah. And in 1913, she decided to be the country. She just decided to be the country's first female uh, work inspector. Oh, feasting in concurrence. So. <laughs> yeah. She traveled. She would travel the entire country with the hopes of improving women's work conditions and adjusting the rules and regulations of the workplace. Mm. She used her educate her English education as proof of credibility, because people were doubting her uh, and that she knew what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. So it says Sweden, mm. and they're just like, "Who the fuck are you?" And then she's like, "Here, Bedford College taught me in London." Uh. and they're like, oh, "Okay, I guess." Okay, don't believe imponerable. Yeah, maybe, bro. Yeah. She uh, approached the violations as though she's trying to help them, though. Uh-huh. Whereas now, if you get an inspection, they'll be like, oh, you got to pay this. You got to, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. she approached it like, uh, you guys didn't know this, but this is healthier for everybody involved if, you know what I mean? Det är så man vill ha dem nu. Yeah. Men det är alltid någon trött gubbe, du vet. Yeah. Åh, oh, det är det där, vet du. Jag måste fixa det. Det där det är ju livsfarligt, alltså. Yeah. Det är det kan du ta. Aj, det här trädet kan det här. Hur kommer du börja mögla alldeles starkt? It's a wonder you're living. Ja, oh, eller hur? You should all be dead now. Ja, oh. men tänk yeah. att få den där fina kvinnan som bara Åh, oh, din el. Den är ingen bra. <laughs> exactly. Åh, oh, Kerstin. Jag bara, okej okay, mamma. Okej mamma. Vilken ängel. Jag biter ut den. And she was honestly concerned about people and their well-being. Ja. Oh. So people got on board with her uh, initiative, and eventually the SAIA, Socialarbetare inom Industri och Affärsvärld, mm. Vald, mm. was uh, created, and she was the first chairman. Oh, jävlar. Ever. Yeah. Snyggt. Vilket år var det? This is uh, the early 1900s, like the 19-teens. 19-teens. Yeah, so like, I'd say between 1913 and 1916 is around that time. Det är ju, alltså, att vara typ vd för ett företag... Vid den tiden. Yeah. Alltså. Insane. De har inte ens rösträtt då. I was gonna say that. Okay. <laughs> That's coming too. They, they, she, she, they couldn't even vote. Nej. And she was elected a chairman. Uh. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Uh, these brown-breaking achievements got her the nickname Shashtin den Furshta. Oh, snicked! Yeah, she kept her focus on women and children the entire time. She was active in Frisinande Kvinnor, an organization focusing on equal rights between genders. Yeah. Uh, she was a member as early as 1917 and, was transformed, and it was transformed into a national federation in 1921. Okay, Odor. Yeah, that's the year that uh, yeah. women were oh, in 1919. They were given the right to vote. Okay, mm. uh, Shurston was elected president of the Frisinande Kvinnor in 1922. Snicked. Women got the right to vote in Sweden in 1919. Ah, uh. so the 1921 elections were the first elections women could vote in. Just Liberala Samplingspartiet uh. asked Shurston if she wanted to be their female candidate for the second chamber of parliament as um, a gesture towards a new era. Wow. Um, uh, they didn't want her to get elected, <laughs> but they, they didn't plan for her to get elected. They were just like, we just want to show people that, you know. These two, idag skulle man inte vilja vara en gest. So like... Yeah. Oh, you want me? Uh, yeah, but you're a, you're a I, gesture. Yeah, it's like, yeah exactly. <laughs> men på den tiden, det är ändå... But she was reluctant. She was like, I don't know, man. I don't want to just be some figurehead for your Snicked. for your pat on the back. Go, but she go, still go. accepted. She thought it would be progress for women. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't her only nomination. Jöteborg's Posten chief editor, Edvard Alkman, uh-huh. nominated her for the first chamber. So not even the second chamber of parliament. He can do that? I guess. I Who guess the post had some power. Jag kan inget om historia, men det låter helt sjukt att Göteborgs posten ska bestämma vem som kandiderar. But I'm sure you still got to run, though. I mean, you still have to have an election. So they're just like, this is who we like. Almost like in the U.S. we have primaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sure. how I imagine it. I was, uh, I'm kind of learning about Swedish politics myself with this one. Uh, uh, but yeah, it seems like... You nominate, and somebody can correct us, actually, if I'm... De kommer ha fel, men uh, <laughs> vi kommer ha rätt. Men absolut, absolut. You can try. You can försöka. But she had a reputation as an experienced professional woman who's been to London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has uh, social knowledge and experience gained, uh, and, and, and that gained traction, and it got more people on board that wanted Hessel Green in office. Nice. September 12, 1921 was the election. 
And once votes were counted, Hesselgren ended up tied with another candidate. And this led to a lottery in which Hesselgren ended up winning. Oh, snap! <laughs> so Sherston Hesselgren was now the first woman in Sveriges Rik- Riksdag. Ah. Uh. And she was, uh, she's going to turn 50 years old. No. Wow. Och är det bara för att, är det samma som nu att hon är partiledare för Liberalernas samlingsparti? Eller? Eller är hon bara liksom no, med in, i riksdagen? Yeah, första riksdagsledamoten. Ja, okej. Sherston Hesselgren bounced around in the parliament chambers throughout uh, party changes. So there was a lot of party changes then. A lot of political beefs. And she ended up switching um, to uh, Folk Partiet in 1938. Okay. But Folk Partiet was before that. They were known as another party. And then they changed to become Folk Partiet. So this was a young party. What happened to me then? Oof. The Nazis. <laughs> Dark history there. Yeah. <laughs> no, they weren't. Ingen har nämnt det sen dess, men Folk Partiet. I can look it up here because... Um, There was a lot of shit going on back then. I can then. imagine. She was in Frisin and the Landsföreningens Riktagsgrupp, Liberala Sam- Samlingspartiet. And then they split in 1923. Uh. She said, Frisinan vilde. Ah, men politisk vilde kanske hon blev då i, i riksdagen. And then they became Folkpartiet in 1934. So ah, basically okay. they split between, uh, I mean, from uh, Liberala Samlingspartiet. Ah, ja, ja, ja. 1934 till dem. Vad roligt. Så det var Liberala Samlingspartiet och sen så bara, nej vi är inte det längre. Och så var de, eh, hon var politisk vilde, det vill säga hon tillhörde ingen yeah. parti. Yeah. Sen blev de Folkpartiet. Och nu, sen blev de Liberalerna igen, som de heter nu. Och nu ser det ut som att de försvinner. And then in 1934 she got, um, she got dropped down to... The second, uh, what's it called? The second chamber uh, of the parliament. Yeah. She switched to them in 1938. Uh, and then she was considered too old to be a member of Folk Party. Oh, 50, eller? Yeah, she was a little bit over 50 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> this is a new party that had only formed in 1934. So. Uh, dina bröst hänger ner. <laughs> <laughs> Bress are past your, your stethoscope. Gösta där borta. Gösta. Du får komma. Du är ju bara 102. Kom, kom, kom. Bort, Kerstin. Usch. Inte se dem där flappa omkring. Usch, 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 usch. Du är för gammal. Visst, visst. Vi har gett i makten, men du är också ögongodis. Gubbar. A small, but, um, so they said she was too old, so yeah. they tried to kick her out of the party. Okay. <laughs> And then a small radical wing of the party did not like this at all, so they put her on a special list so that she couldn't be kicked out of the party. <laughs> uh, so, so, and it put her, like, up for, I guess, a vote again. Uh And then she got elected to the second chamber for another four years. <laughs> so they can't. Yeah. And she remained in office until the age of 72. Snyggt. So for 22 years, uh, she was a politician. Snyggt. Or not a politician, but in the parliament. While in office, Sherston Hesselgren worked for women's rights and equality. Her motions, debates, and voting records reflect how much she worked for that. She was a key person in bringing about Behörigs, Behörighetslagen, 
1923, which was a law that gave women access to the same government services on the same terms as men. And then it says, with certain reservations. And I wonder (laughs) what the reservations are, but it did, uh, it does build a foundation for equality, women's equality. (laughs) But (laughs) we have fortfarande olika dryckesfontäner for men och kvinnor. Exactly. Oh, well, the only reservation is the, the one with the penises. Get it better. Yeah. <laughs> they get better rights. That's the only thing. That's yeah. the only stipulation. The same, same. A little, a little different. different. A little different. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, she fought for equal pay mm. and employment rights for women. She championed sex education and brought up issues uh, such as maternity ch- care, child support pay, and parental pay that formed the basis for today's parental insurance. It's quick. Who knows you've scoffed Sverige? Yeah, <laughs> the stuff that uh, is bragged about. Uh, All of the stuff that I brag about to my family to ask about Sweden. Uh, except for the only thing I don't see is free education. Yeah, Every- she was opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the bitches dumb. <laughs> but equal pay. But I'm, I'm, And I'm sure she was all about education because that's how she... Pulled herself out ja, of så klart, så klart. Uh, She criticized Sweden's refugee laws during World War II. Uh. Because the cap on refugees allowed in World War II. Guess the cap. How many people? Uh, I mean, 200. <laughs> no, <laughs> nej, it's not nej, that low. Nej. But it's <laughs> 3,000. Uh. 3,000 people were going to be uh, allowed in Sweden. And she said, um, she said not only should they be allowed, more than 3,000 be allowed here, but the refugees who come here should receive vocational training and access to any counseling that they may need after going through such a, a shift. Ja, ah, vad roligt. Eh, jag vet inte om du vet det här, men på typ, jag kommer inte ihåg om det var 90-talet eller något sånt, 2000-talet så var det eh, Folkpartiet ville att man, om man kom hit som eh, flykting eller om man kom hit som en ny svensk medborgare så skulle man göra språktest. Alltså att du skulle lära dig svenska språket för att liksom assimileras in i, i samhället. Det fick ju jättemycket kritik. Men det låter lite som att hon var på väg dit att säga, ja men lär dig svenska så kommer du in lättare i samhället. Men hon gjorde det mer av den här välviljan. Yeah, I don't think that's that bad of a thing, actually. As a person, an immigrant who came here and learned the language. Det beror på om det är tvång eller om det är en tjänst. För att är det mm. tvång är det ju faktiskt ganska osmakligt. So were they saying that they'll kick you out if you don't... Um... Nej, men förslaget var att kommer du hit och ska du också lära dig svenska och de svenska sederna. Det var ju lite där också, typ. Okay. Nu, nu, jag, jag ska inte ge mig in en politisk diskussion med våra lyssnare. I don't give a shit. Men mm, som jag tolkar yeah. det så kan det vara så att undertonen från vissa håll kunde vara att så här, ni menar att de ska vara svensk kulturella, alltså att de ska bli mer svensk kulturella. Ja. Och det, det är svårt att tvinga folk till sånt. Alltså man kan väl önska sig att folk vill yeah. anamma sig en kultur, men det känns dumt att tvinga folk tycker jag. And Swedish is such a tough language and such a strong culture too. Ja, och, it's a strong ass culture. Men man. alla vill inte dansa små grodorna. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What if that's the test to become a citizen? What's wrong with it? <laughs> that's a horrible frog. <laughs> Stupid frog. You're out. You're out. <laughs> Back to Syria. Nu typ så här. Sound like a frog. Rabbit. No, what? It's koakakak, <laughs> you stupid mother. Koakak. <laughs> What's what frog says? Lär dig språket eller åk hem. Grodan säger koak. So Shastin den första was a pioneer in many areas. She yeah. was first inspector, 
first woman in parliament, first woman in Sweden's delegation to the International Labor Organization, mm-hmm. and one of the first women in the League of Nations. Nice. Why League of Nations for not? Shit, I don't know. I thought you might know. Nay, nay, nay. Uh, let's look it up right now, live. League of Nations. <laughs> I'm doing their anthem. League of Nations. <laughs> we are in the world too. Well, I guess we'll soon find out. <laughs> the League of Nations. You, you gotta, you gotta keep uh, singing what the it is. League the League of, of Nations, Nations was the first worldwide. Intergovernmental organization whose principal is a worldwide governmental, <laughs> and their principal mission was to maintain world peace. I still don't get who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the United Nations. No, it was founded in 1920 by the Paris Peace Conference. Ah, they can't believe United Nations that ended the World War. The main organization ceased operations in 1946, but many of this its components were relocated to the new United Nations. Det hade ju varit snabbare att lista vad hon inte gjorde. The listeners won't understand. Yeah. But the uh, the viewers on our patreon.com slash teach me Sweden will understand. De kommer förstå allting. Yes. Det som hände just var jättekul. Men det är väldigt inside. VIP stuff. VIP stuff. All right. So, Kerstin Hessegren died in Stockholm on August 19, 1962, at the age of 90 years old. Shit. There isn't much known about her personal life. She lived alone her entire adult life, but remained close with her family. She was known as a warm, charming, and quick-witted woman that devoted her life to making things better for others. Oh. So that's the story of Shashtin Hesselgren, who I think is probably a closeted lesbian. That's what, <laughs> that's what you take from this? <laughs> that's what I take from this whole thing. She's uh, definitely a lesbian. Jag jobbar så där mycket för kvinnor. She must love him in a sexual way. Typ is lesbianer. No kids? What? That's a lesbian. No, but I thought it was really cool, man, to uh, to find out about this woman. Riktigt coolt. Fan, man blir ju smart av det här ju. Yeah. Man lär sig Jag kommer inte komma ihåg vad hon hette efternamn hela livet. Men Hesselgren? Ja, Kerstin Hesselgren. Jag kommer ju lätt eh, ha det här i minnet ett litet tag. Jag har väldigt dåligt minne. Men man lär sig mm. för fan av det här. Yeah, man. I was... Uh, it's been a few times when stuff that we've done on here randomly pops up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In conversation, I'm just like so well versed on. I corrected uh. Birgitta, who taught me Swedish. I oh. corrected her on something. Nice. Um, and... And she was like, oh, it must be because of your podcast. Oh, yeah, <laughs> cute. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, it felt good, man. Mm, to yeah, to, to check, so. check the old lady. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I like to do. Check the old lady. <laughs> yeah, so that's Shustin Hesselgren. Anybody got any corrections or omissions that they want to send us and we can uh, we can defend ourselves, then uh, hit us up at teachmesweden at gmail.com. You can also send us any stories that you want us to do. And we appreciate any suggestions. Um, and we'll, you know what not to suggest? Vad? Don't suggest Kalabaliken i Bender. 
<laughs> Multiple people suggested that to us. Oh. And it called uh, caused us to both walk in with the same story. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. that was fun. Ingen mer kalabalik i Bender. Yes, if you want to know about that, then look that shit up uh, on our previous episode. But we appreciate all interaction. Uh, you can... Uh, You can become a contributor to this podcast, patreon.com slash teachmesweden. Uh, we have different tiers that you get different things. For example, we got people watching this uh, VIP footage um, yeah. as we create. Mm-hmm. So thank everyone, man. This ja. has been Teach Me Sweden. I'm Jonathan Rollins. Jag är Erik Broström. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.